Previously on the RPG Academy Presents Ghosts of Saltmarsh. You have decided to finally do what Captain Zendros wants, and she wants you to travel and find the lost ship, the Emperor of Waves, and get the black box off of it. As you start to get closer, you start to see sails that are all bunched together around this landmass. It is still really far off. My dear Morgan, that's no, that, that's no land. That's the flotsam. The flotsam? The flotsam. He says, no, allow me to introduce myself. My name's King Jeffrey Probes. Hello, oh. King Jeffrey Probes. Leaning up against the bar with a drink, you see Salty Jim. Jim, go back to the boat. What are you doing? I'm going straight to the bar. I'm going to go. I was told this is the place to get free drinks. King Jeffrey Probes has sent us here. You don't say... I did. The bartender. I did just say it. And he said you'll get free drinks. He He said the drinks are on the house. Ah, yes. The magic passcode. Of course. (laughs) Drinks are on the house. So, like, what kind of of drinks are they? Can (laughs) we expect them soon? They're free, (laughs) but they're on the house. You have to climb the house. He's Je- King Jeffrey. Oh. He's all about feats of physical, you know, prowess and whatnot. Okay. Well, I go outside and I want to try to climb the house. <laughs> There's a ladder, but I- it's one of those like King's ladders that you'll see it in a, an amusement park <laughs> that you have to climb across. That's almost impossible. I need you to go to make an athletics check. Okay. While he's doing that, I'm going to use my spider slippers and just walk up the side of the building. There are two drinks up there. Ah, <laughs> uh, beans. But, yeah, you look like a fool, Gus. Well, hey, it doesn't have to be like that. It can just be like, hey, you're not successful in this situation, but you know what? It happens to the best of us, and you try it again next time. Okay, yeah, that's exactly what I meant. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> and Morgan descends, and King Jeffrey's there. He's just clapping. He's like, this is a great show, great show. Well done. Thank you for the free drinks. He says, now you could go inside and drink them. D- d- thank you. That's, uh, that's what I was planning on doing. <laughs> okay. And so we walk back in. Salty <laughs> Jim, what are you doing here? I'm here talking to my friend. And Morgan, you recognize this person. Who is it? This isn't. Somebody that I did not tell you that you know, but I, this is one of my favorite things to do in RPGs to introduce NPCs that you already know. This is Tally Two Pints, an old friend of Morgan. How old is but, she? A woman. Yes, she's pr- roughly she's about your age, but she drew the short end of the straw a few years ago when she was doing a job with you. And let's just say that it didn't go well for her. Well, if it isn't Tally Two Pints. Morgan, Morgan. I didn't know that they let trash on the flotsam. Well, I mean, you're here, aren't you? (laughs) She takes a drink. Who's this? 
This is my illustrious brother, Guffrey Morgan. Guffrey. Greetings. Your brother's name is Guffrey. Yes. What do you have against the name Guthrie? It's Gus for short. <laughs> oh man, that's good canon, Jake. Right. <laughs> Are you laughing at my No, I'm not. Name? I'm not laughing at your name. You can't now, believe someone would be named Guthrie? Salty Jim, you've 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 docked with these fellows? I I have, Tally. That's why. Good lads, good lads. Absolutely good. But anyway. Yes. That's the that's the Borger brothers. So most of them. The tally kind of. So, Morgan. Yeah. What brings you and Guthrie to the flotsam? Well, we are on an adventure. An adventure. Yes. For what? For gold and jewels and the like. Are you going to pay me back, then, for what you owe me? I don't owe you anything, Tally. You do. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Three of those cra- three of those crates of swords were rightfully mine. All right. Well, did you pay for the ripped sail? No. Uh, 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 no. Uh, uh, you did it. Still. You did it. You left me with nothing. All right. Well, it's a valuable lesson you learned. Never trust a Morgan. <laughs> well, some Morgans. Salty Jim says, I trust you all with my life. Well, and that's good that you do, because it's always good business to trust a Morgan. <laughs> all right. So, Salty Jim was telling me that you all had some run-ins with the Scarlet Brotherhood. Well, I mean, if you can call it that. We poked him with the pointy end of our sticks. So it's true, then, that it was the Brotherhood. Uh, I suppose so. I didn't really get time to question him like a proper gentleman. Yeah. Borgen, I don't know what you've got yourself mixed up in. But if you wind up dead, I'm never going to get my gold back. Well, I already told you, you're not getting it back anyway, so in this case, might as well me be dead, right? Well, where are you all off to after you've... after your adventure? We're Home, going probably. north to the frigid wastes. Do you think I could hitch a ride with you? To the frigid wastes? You just drop me off on your way? Ah, uh, no, I don't think so. Morgan, come on. Do your old girl a, a salad. You know, I'm I'm here right now in the flots. I'm just trying to... Jobs are slow right now. And mm-hmm. after, just with all the increased activity and too many the, the pirate wars and everybody, mm-hmm. nobody really knowing what's going on right now. So just trying to get a... A safe passage off the flotsam, and well, I'm, lo and behold. I'm still missing how any of this is my problem. Guthrie. Gus. Gus. Can I call you Gus? I'd prefer it, yes. Hmm. <laughs> You're a stern one, aren't you? But anyway, look. Come on. Talk to your brother here. I'm not really about fast talking. Fast talking? What are you talking about? He likes it low and slow. 
so much. Okay. Anyway, look. I... Morgan, All I'm hearing I... from you is that you want a handout. No, I'll work. I'll work. And plus, you owe me, so... I owe you? No, Morgan I've never me. met you before. I've never met you before, either. You can't... No. What do you... No, you can't do that to me, Morgan. Who are you, miss? Morgan, don't do this. I'm afraid not... I've come down with sea madness. That does not exist. Salty Jim looks at you. It does. The sea <laughs> madness is real. <laughs> okay. Fine. Morgan. Let it be known. Let it be known, everyone. She kind of stands up. The day that Morgan Morgan refused to pay his debts. I'll leave you. So. Anyway. Wow, it looks like uh, your rousing speech has uh, cracked open my stony heart. How many other people are in this bar? Like two or three? Yeah. And how many people care (laughs) about what she's saying? Salty Jim seems to be absolutely enthralled by everything. As he is, always. Yes. Fine. That's it. That's all I wanted. I will see you all later. Don't count on it. I hope not. Okay. She's going to walk out. Yeah. Okay. I feel kind of bad, Gus. I don't feel bad at all. What do you feel bad about? I kind of did abandon her halfway through Uh, the mission on an island. Oh, you did? Yeah. Wow. Took Um, took the whole whole loot with me. But you you feel bad about that, but you don't feel bad about like lying to her just now and saying you don't have any money to pay her back and all that fun stuff? Well... My morality may be slightly in flux. Okay. Hmm. You know what else is in flux? Salty Jim's position away from our boat. Yes, Salty Jim. We literally told you to guard the ship. I know, but they but they had some. I heard that they had some very good drinking water on this fine at this fine establishment. And also, I saw I saw Tally, and I thought I'd just say hello for old times' sakes. You didn't think that we would come back and bring you all the beverage that you could drink put into your body. I'm sorry. Instead, you got impatient and. You abandoned Captain's orders. Morgan, did you not order him to stay I did. Captain's orders. I'm sorry, Captain. Whatever will I do to gain your forgiveness? Uh, I will think long and hard about that while you are on your way back to the ship. And while you're walking, keep in mind that he's not mad. He's disappointed. Extremely (sighs) disappointed. As am I. I am disappointed in myself. He's going to drink his drink real quick. Nod his head. Back to the ship. Right away. Good. On with you now, boy. (laughs) (laughs) Your ship is ransacked. Now, um... Oh, also, talking about Tally. 
That, boys and girls, is how you introduce an NPC and close out their entire story arc in one second. Hey! <laughs> hey! <laughs> no! Nah, Tally will I, be I back. I threw you a line at the end. You did. Because I said that I felt bad. So that means I know. you just have to have her come back around somehow. Because I'm the ugly Morgan. So, like, maybe Tally 2... What is it? 2... Tally 2 pints. 2 pints. Like, maybe I had a crush on her, and I thought that she wouldn't love me because of my looks, so I dumped her on an island. Hmm. But really... There are a lot of untapped threads here. Yeah. There's so much. I got it written down. We'll revisit this. Remember, because we rolled at the very first episode, and I'm the ugly Morgan. You are. Beauty is in the eye of the beholder, though. It's also in the dice rolls. Well... (laughs) Why doesn't the guy holding the bee just put it down? I I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about. You said it's, I didn't get that reference. He said it's in the eye of the bee holder. Oh. <laughs> okay. All right. So is there anything else that you all wish to do on the floatsome? Flotsome. No, I think we should start sailing towards yeah, that ship. We got we to gotta get going. Direction. Okay. You set sail... And before you're leaving, though, that goblin is back. Oh. He says, all right, have a nice day, fellas. You too. Don't look at us. Look at the ground. No, you can You can look at <laughs> no, us. It's fine. Don't look at me. Look at the ground. <laughs> he backs up as you all, you're on your boat, like, shouting up at him. He's like, he's like nope, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> I don't want your putrid eyes looking at me, you filthy cretin. <laughs> he says, "He says you obviously haven't looked in the mirror." <laughs> oh, I'm surprised your small goblin brain can pronounce such eloquent words. Hey, if you were part of our horde, my sister would be the first one to ask you out. That's not a compliment. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I was gonna say something, but it's more PG thirteen. So anyway, yeah, no, she- Gus stays quiet. <laughs> okay. I mean, I'll just... I've, I've already bleeped out Alex, so... Yeah, that was a rated R. <laughs> no, it's okay. Yeah, that was, like, next level. Well, actually, no, PG-13, you're allowed one F-bomb, right? Yeah, you're allowed to have one. So as long yeah, as we're nobody else slips up, we're still PG-13. Yeah. Okay. All right. You all set sail. Let's check the weather once more for Tortuga. I mean, it's the oh, same look, guys. day, so... Is it it's still, still 75. 75. <laughs> yeah. Man, and it's nighttime here. Yeah, it's nighttime, there. it's nighttime there, too. Wow, so it's nighttime mm. on the open seas. It is nighttime now. We're so it's not 75 and sunny journey. anymore? A full moon is out. As what do you do with a drunken sailor? What do you do with a drunken sailor? Right. What do you do with a drunken sailor? Lie in the morning. morning. We should change that to say Morgan. Lying on the Morgan? Tom, just... <laughs> okay? Alright. The mist rolls in as you see the ship in front of you. It is in absolute disrepair. And I will show you a picture of it. 
The masthead literally looks like a chunk of wood. <laughs> it looks like some Swiss cheese. Maybe his information wasn't as good. But the I'm in this. The sails are torn up. You guys are this this little rowboat with a light on it. I thought, I thought you our, said there was no our sails. It's like a real ship. There's. It's pretty messed up. It's like it should be sinking. The sails are pretty much no sails. Well, Look, they're all ripped up. You know up. the sails, they don't keep the boat afloat. That's true. But yeah, there's... <laughs> <laughs> I just thought it was funny you said, there's no sails. The ship should be sinking. There's no sails, but no, the ship has all sorts of holes, but it's somehow being kept up. It's very weird. Is it being kept up magically? Hmm. Go ahead and roll an Arcana check for me, Gus. Cool, because Gus is so good at Arcana. That's an eight. Mm. You can't tell if the boat's being held up magically, but just in the general area, you sense magic. Mm. It's pretty dark. That evil kind of magic. (gasps) How are you all going to approach this boat? Well, uh, we're going to make sure... Probably within our boat. First, we're going to make sure that uh, Soi Jim follows orders this time uh, okay. and stays on the boat like we request. We should have... Ooh, let's have, let him like check for traps. <laughs> send him out in front. Yeah, send him out in a, in a little... Uh, the emergency boat that we got on our boat. Okay. And he can row on up there and see, like, get a lay of the land. Or lay of the water, as it were. You leave a little flat. I don't feel comfortable with that, Morgans. Yeah, well, we didn't feel comfortable when we knew that our boat wasn't being watched at the last <laughs> town with all those pirates. It's true. He says, look, this is dangerous. Yeah. I feel like you, you all, I will, trust me, I will stay on the boat this time and watch everything. Hmm. Really? I will. Kind of like when you said last time when we were at that last place. But last time. You would stay on the boat and watch while we would go off and do our investigations and you would protect the boat against all pirates and stuff. And then yeah, you, you but, didn't do that. Uh, but last time there was drinks involved and Well, there merriment. could be drinks on this boat. You don't know that. No, I'm good. I'm good. I'll I'll stay here. I'll make you all some. I'll make you some soup. For you, so you can warm yourself back up when you you get here. You, Captain, what say you? If he can listen, then I'll say he can stay on the boat. If he wants to be a little scaredy cat, I do All wish right. to be a little scaredy cat. Well, all right. Okay. So be it. So be it. I would like to. I assume we're like close enough to the boat now. We can jump on it from where our boat is at. Are you going to risk taking your boat all the way up to it, or are you going to take a little rowboat? We'll take a little rowboat. Okay. Okay. I'll jump on the rowboat. Start okay. rowing. Row, row, row your boat gently to the evil ship. <laughs> merrily, 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 merrily. I hope we do not die. You'll do you be... know how to do that song backwards? I do. Dream You'll, about his life merrily, 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 merrily stream the down gently, boat your row, row, row. Okay. So as you all get onto this boat, 
the Emperor's upper deck slopes gently downwards um, towards the ship's port. The forecastle and quarterdeck are empty, and short wooded stumps are all that remain of the ship's mast. The double doors leading to the cabin, the cabin's full, leading to cabins fore and aft appear intact, as does the metal grate in the deck that offers access to the lower decks. Aside from the rhythmic creak of the ship's badly weathered timbers, all seems quiet. <laughs> Got it. All right, so what do you all want to do? Uh, I think we should examine maybe the... Let's go check out the helm and see if there's any way we can steer. Um. Yeah, there, the helm is up there. The whole deck up here, though, is pretty barren. Okay. So I say maybe we just pick a door and go downwards till we start finding our treasure. Oh, the other thing is somebody go ahead and make a perception check for me. 17. Okay. Morgan. You notice that as you're kind of poking around the deck, there's blood stains. <gasps> All over the deck. There are pigs. And spider webs. Pigs to be bloodstains on the deck. Gross. This grate looks down. The grate has eyes? Yeah, you can kind of see a little bit into the... Below the deck, but it's very dark. What if I have dark vision? (laughs) Wait, you have dark vision? I'm like draconic. What? Returning Draconic. I also have dark vision, 60 feet. Okay. If you all look down that grate, you see webs and little about fist-sized spiders crawling around. Hmm. I don't actually have dark vision. I just asked, what if I did? What was that, Morgan? I said, why did it have to be spiders? I was quoting Harry Potter. I, oh, I thought I thought you were doing like an Indiana Jones thing or something. That's snakes. Yeah, I know, but like, why does it have to be? You uh, okay, you're just making you know, a general something. thing. Okay, yeah. so you have this door right here, which would probably be the traditionally would be like the captain's quarters, you know, below the helm. And then this would be kind of a up here would tra- you would traditionally know that this would potentially be like a like a navigator's room or planning room. All right, I think we should go here first, the captain's quarters. Okay. Gus, would you like to open the door, please, since I am a ranged I would, fighter? I would love to open this door. I would like to knock an arrow and get ready to fire on anything that comes out of that room. Um. Firstly, I'm going to knock on the door. With my fists. Ooh, make a perception check for me. Okay, you hear movement on the other side of this door. Like, shuffling about real quickly as soon as you knock. Almost like something was startled. I would like to... Does the door face inwards? Or, like, do I have to pull it outwards towards me? You would pull it outwards. It's like a double door. Okay, I want to pull one side of the door. So, like, I'm going to lean against the... Because two doors together, right? Yeah. I'm going to lean against the left door. 
and pull the right door open while I'm leaning against the left door still and then slowly pull the left door open so that I'm not visible and I would like to ready my weapon in case something comes out of the door. Okay. You open the door and you see lots of insects. <sighs> Gross. They're not like actively attacking you or anything, but they're just kind of, you'd notice that if you were to go into here, there's lots of debris laying in mm -hmm. here. Um, actually, let me read this real quick. Because there's something else in here that may strike your fancy. And that thing is a rough stone altar that dominates the cabin. Strange markings cover its surface and dried mud cakes the floor around it. Humanoid skulls ring the wall above. Yeah, you'd probably want to know that. Um, each mounted on a wooden spike. The corners of this room are piled with garbage and debris. Crudely cut wooden logs, smashed furniture, torn sacks, shattered crates, small dried palm fronds. And you see a staircase in the southeast corner and just a nasty um, smell. But you can't see in there, can you? I can. I have dark vision. Um, I'm going to um, jingle around my 17 gold coins to see if we can lure them out. They don't seem to be, like, these are insects. They don't seem to be lured out, but almost as you start to jingle those coins around the door, you see a hand with long fingers kind of put its fingers around the door. Is it salad fingers? Oh, no! This is my rusty kettle! I like spoons! <laughs> <laughs> Alright, I want to swing my great axe at this hand. Has a 21? Grab you. A 21 is going to hit this thing and smash the door. Yeah, so 14 slashing. All right, and now I want you all to, I want you to roll initiative for me. Alrighty then. Morgan, be sitting with a 23 at a nat 20. I got a 9. So you do hit this thing. Um, Troy, you mm -hmm. smash the door and you kind of break away part of the wall here it is just rotting and you see this edder cap which is like a spider like almost like think like almost like a spider person mm -hmm. okay spider person spider, spider person does whatever again okay. spider person does morgan you're up you see you can kind of see this thing through the holes in the wall too uh, i'll fire an arrow at it Okay. The moon is also illuminating this whole area, too. It's going to be a 15. Okay. I was going to say that you had a disadvantage because of its cover, but... Oh, that would still that is, be a 15. That would be... You'd be good. It's going to be four piercing damage. Four piercing damage to this thing. Man, I rolled I'm, a one on a D8. That's brutal. Mm. I'm envisioning, like, your arrow just go like legless style hitting the troll through the through the crack in the door mm -hmm. just nailing it okay morgan you're up i'm up again 
no. is up again. I mean, Gus, you're up as this thing uh, is now starting to come around the door. As yeah. you start to see the full ghastliness of it. Yeah, so I'm going to swing again with this great axe. Okay. Let's see how it goes. 14. <sighs> that will hit. 12? Mm-hmm. 12 damage? Mm-hmm. Man, you all are wrecking this thing. It's a 1d12 plus 4. The insects don't do anything. Obviously, they're just milling about in the garbage. As they do. It's going to come right in front of you. So it's going to hit you with its claws. It's going to get a 15. Does that hit? Uh, no, that's my AC. I just look at it and say, not today. All right, well, you know me, boss. I'm just going to go ahead and fire another shot. That's going to be a 23 okay. to hit for 10 damage. We've done 40 damage so far. Yeah, I know. And I haven't done anything. That's brutal. Okay. Morgan, you're up. Oh, I'm up again? Um, No, I'm not Morgan. <laughs> Gus, you're up. I just love when Morgan has so many turns. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so I'm going to try to stab it with a javelin. Um, and put the javelin into the the deck at an angle to kind of maybe prevent or at least slow its movement. Okay. Uh, and I'm rolling a 23 on that one. That'll hit. Oh, and frenzied, nine piercing damage. Frenzied Furling, thanks for the cheer. Oh, <laughs> huh. I wonder who that could it's be. Me. I don't it's know. Me, guys. Okay. All right. How much damage do you do? Uh, nine piercing damage. That thing is dead. <laughs> so now I've got it on a stake, essentially. Okay. The you notice something, Gus, about this creature. Mm-hmm. It's actually wearing the clothes of a person. Gross. Like sailor's clothes. Hmm. Uh, Morgan. Um. This thing's wearing sailor's clothes. What a pervert. I know, gross, right? Killing men and wearing its clothes? Disgusting. Disgusting. Alright, I'm gonna take my javelin out and then uh, walk into the room with the insects. They're going to attack you. Hmm. Unfortunate. <laughs> they are. <laughs> Does a nine hit? Nine is not gonna hit? No, it's not. And, but does a, a 21. Yeah, that'll, that'll hurt. All right. You're going to take 18 piercing damage. <laughs> um, okay. Are you like half dead now? Uh, I'm way more than half dead. No, no, I take that back. <laughs> you take 11, you take 11 damage. Okay, I'm still bloody. Take but 11. That hurt a lot. Okay, they basically as soon as you moved into this room, these insects just swarmed your your legs. Okay. And their pincers started to bite through your boots and pants. Boots and pants and boots and pants. Okay. Yep. I would like to um try to kick them off of me onto the deck of the ship. <laughs> okay. 
What kind ahead. of role is that? Go ahead and roll. Like I'm envisioning, like go ahead and roll. Um, girly freakout. Like, like yeah, athletics. Okay. Um, how's an eight grab you? Um, it doesn't because it's an eight. <laughs> um, I would like to. <laughs> um, I would like to fall out onto the deck of the ship then and not be in that dark room anymore. All right, because technically we're okay. That works and. Technically, we're still in initiative. Yeah. You fall out into that room, mm-hmm. out of that room, and Morgan, what do you want to do? Uh, I mean, help! <laughs> Are the bugs still on they, him? There's some, but you can kind of brush them off, but the majority of them are not going to follow you out of this room. Well, I'll light a torch, and I will just try and I'll stand next to my brother and just try and see if they hate the fire enough to get off of him. If I hold it a little bit close to him, uh, they do. That's perfect. So if you don't have inspiration, I'm going to give you inspiration nice. for that. Can I Indiana Jones my way into this room? Yeah, with the torches. Yeah, hmm. yeah absolutely. As you kind of set the torches down, the bugs kind of scatter. All right. What is this? body here this thing that's a swarm of insects oh, that's but it's kind swarm. of scattered away there's two swarms all right is there anything worth searching in this room yeah um you can go ahead and make a investigation roll as you search through this 18. room oh perfect you find a for the most part there is um for the most part, there is, um, it's all a bunch of debris, but you do find almost like a small leather satchel. And inside the satchel is a small sack with something in it, and as well, also a leather journal. What is the sack? Satchel? There's a satchel with a sack yeah, inside of Yeah, what's inside of the sack? You open it up, and the light from your torch illuminates and there's like a red glow that comes out of this sack and there are 10 red rubies in here Hmm. those would fetch a pretty penny nice uh i'm gonna toss a lot toss the journal to gus as he wipes the spiders off of him those rubies will tend i I just tell you this stuff i those according to the book are worth a hundred gold points apiece if you can sell them. Okay. Um, Gus, he throws you this journal. I would like to open it up and try to read it in the moonlight. You open this journal and in the moonlight you start to read a story. You read that it's almost like a journal entry of like what they were going after and everything. Mm hmm. And then it mentions that how a terrible storm blew them off course. And then they wound up on a deserted island. And it starts talking about monsters and all sorts of macabre horrors everywhere, just terrorizing them. And then it mentions how they found the black box. Mm. And then it kind of scribbles off that this is the this is the captain. The only one left. This is the journal of. This is the journal 
Let's see here. Of Elias Machira. Elias Machira. I'm just making it up. It is a the Aubric Drelion. Mm. The captain of this vessel. It doesn't say where the black box is located on the ship? It doesn't. It says that they left the island, grabbed the box, and they thought that that would end their troubles. But then it starts talking about how things started changing on this ship. Hmm. Their minds were warped. And that how he didn't have much time left. And that's it. And there's blood on the last page. And then almost coming from the grate in the center of this, you hear just this like distant like cry. Just like of it, some sort of beast. It's just like... But way uh, sounds way scarier than that. Yeah. I would hope so. Is there on the uh, the creature that I killed? Is there any identification on the uniform? It's you see the stars of a captain. Hmm. I'd like to take the journal and place it in the breast pocket of the coat that that monster was wearing, and just like. You know, give it a pat and say, uh, I'm sorry you had to go through all of this. It responds, I'm sorry to. No, it doesn't. That was a good try. That was good. <laughs> no, no. That's a, that's a, that's a moment. As yes, yeah. you kind of maybe close this creature's eight eyes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It takes a while. Um, and then I say, uh, Morgan, do you, do you find anything else in there, or can we keep going? I found some jewels. We can probably sell them for a nice profit. And remember, mm-hmm. you're also she. Um, Zendros is going to pay you ten thousand gold points or gold coins for the recovery of this object. Do you see uh, any box in there? I don't see a black box. And. She- so that she doesn't know what she didn't know what the object was either. She just knew that this ship transported items. No, but I I know it's a box it's, because I read it in the journal. Exactly, you do. Just making that distinction that you discovered it. No, I understand. Yeah. There's a difference between player knowledge and character knowledge. Exactly. Gus did something really good. Yeah, he did a good job. Good job. Okay, so there are stairs that descend, and then there's also the other room on the top deck as well. Morgan, do you want to try out the other room? Uh, I'm hurt. I'm hurt pretty bad, but uh, I'm willing to well, keep going. Well, if you're hurt pretty bad, let me give you some random magic juice. Oh, <laughs> wait! You have random magic juice? Yeah, I have Is two it? random magic, and then I have two power juice. Oh man, this is going back. Yep. Okay. This is where we just like took everything from the alchemist. Uh, what's his name? The headless, the headless alchemist man. You. This is yeah, skeleton Tom. Yeah, skeleton Tom. Mm. Which where is skeleton Tom? We we have a little cutscene. We have a little cutscene over to him. your. Ooh, I like the. That's mm. good. Steric and skeleton Tom went on their own little mission. Next week on the RPG Academy podcast presents. I gave you, I have to look this up. 
I gave you, I did. I remember those two, those two magical juices. <laughs> I hope it's bad. <laughs> Man, I gave you those a long time ago. And I didn't tell you what they were. Bad Tom. Let me go ahead and just uh, queue up a constitution saving throw. No way. It's 100 permanent hit points. 100 cool. hit points? You consume a I want potion the one. of flying. Sick. How long does how long does this effect last? Um, a while. Um, so what I'm gonna say is no for because that's kind of weird. No, this is going to be a. We're gonna say that these are potions of healing. What? No, I. You want to? Because yes, I want it to because, be that. You okay? Because All Red right. Bull gives you wings. Okay. Yes. Okay. We're gonna do the random potions. Okay. All right. What is? It's a potion. What is the power juice? Do I know what that is? What's that? Power juice. It's gonna be another. It's gonna be another D one hundred roll, but from a different table. Do you want to try one of these other ones? I'm willing to just slam whatever right. beverage you give I'm me. Give him a power juice now. <laughs> Right now. Oh, man. <laughs> so right. I'll drink another one. Ahead. I need you to go ahead and roll again. D100. Roll a D100. High is good. 92. Oh, my gosh. This is going to be good. 92. High is good. You rolled a 92? Yeah. I sure did. That's a potion of cloud giant strength. <laughs> cloud giant strength? Yeah. What does that, that mean? That makes your AC or your strength score like super high. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Well, that's good because I'm already a strong boy. Guys, rolling random stuff is so much fun. All right, here we go. Potion of giant strength. This is what it is. Your strength score is now 27. What? His strength score is 27. And it lasts for one hour. Goodness. Okay. Well, let's speed run this thing. I'm gonna You're, be so punching that is everything. Going, so no joke. So because it's a 27, because it's a 27, his uh, modifier is now a plus eight. Your modifier, so your strength is plus eight. So when you roll, you're rolling plus eight. So like for all your okay. strength base saves, all your strength based skills, which is just athletics, but all your weapon attacks that use strength. Instead of it being whatever it was previously, it is now plus eight, but still plus your proficiency modifier. Yeah, so and plus then 10. Your, your damage is going to be plus eight. Yeah. Too. Yes, it is. 1d12 plus eight now. That's a lot. All right. So those yeah. are the first two potions. Okay. That's all. That's oh, all we're going to. What was the first one? Flying. Okay. That's so right. you can fly and you have. Oh, that I makes sense. Fly you can fly and I can punch. And you have Cloud Giant. It all kind of, it all, the synchronicity there. Death from above. Okay. I'm not going to let him drink the other two. I'm going to save those. We'll give those a steric one day. All, all right. right. I guess I'll lead the way down the stairs. Are we go, or do you want to go to the other building? Um, I'll fly across to the other side. Do you, do you want me to um, come with or do you want me to go down? There are no, like, um... Yeah, you should probably come okay. with me. I never supposed so to. So it has occurred to me for some reason. I thought, are you a fighter? What are you? 
I am a barbarian. He's a he's a he's a storm barbarian. Well, I yeah. I what's your AC? Fifteen. Mine's sixteen, and I have forty-one hit points. Fifteen. Because I'm a fighter, so maybe I should 15. open this door. Just since you're hurting, I'll, so I'll knock an arrow and That's I'll fine. kick open this door. Also, Troy, how many hit points do you have? Um, ten. You have not leveled up at all. <laughs> I definitely didn't. I told you I was at level two still. Oh my said, gosh. Oh gosh. Before we started, Tom says, this is uh, recommended for three to four level four <laughs> players. And I said, oh, we're doing it with two level fours. Turns out we're doing it mm-hmm. with one level four and one level two. Yep. Okay. Good times. Just go ahead and roll your health real quick and add it on to whatever you're missing. Well, we're we're nearing the we're nearing the end of our adventure tonight, but okay. Um, I'll fix it by next time. You better. All right, so you, oh, you can't kick down this door because it is held fast by webs. Okay, I use my hmm. torch to light the webs on fire. Hmm. That'll do. <laughs> Classic video game tactics. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're just gonna state because we're gonna state that this ship is not gonna catch on fire until you want it to catch on fire. <laughs> okay. Good. We're simplifying things. Well, let's just go ahead and start setting it on fire then. Okay. And then you'll swim down to the bottom of the ocean and pick up all the loot. Yeah. Of course. If we're lucky, okay. the loot will. Do float. I see the chest inside of here? You see, there's nothing really of note. There's some more stairs that go down. And then also, there is a... There is a table that is covered with charts and maps. Hmm. Well, that sounds like something Morgan would want to look at. So I will use my torch to make sure there's no bugs. And I will check out these charts and maps. And he sets all the maps on fire. What is your passive perception score? My passive perception? That's going to go ahead and be a 13. Okay. So, these maps seem to be pretty... Just, they, they really don't um, seem to be worth anything. They're kind of just normal navigation maps... But it should lead us back to whatever island of monsters that these people came from initially. It does. There is a, you see, as you kind of push away some of these old tattered maps, underneath of the one map is a map that is just absolutely, like, it is red. Just red, bright red, with black lines that intersect into a certain part of the map. Okay. It doesn't look like any sort of traditional map. It's all these weird ley lines and numbers and figures. This map doesn't seem to be have aged a day. All right. It is definitely not of this world. Well, I'm going to go ahead and take that. And, and okay. any of the other maps that are still salvageable, like that they're not going to crumble, I'll take those as well. Just because it is like... The sea maps are actually pretty valuable because, like, they they're are. not really that easy to come by. 
and especially awesome. the more accurate they are, the more valuable they are. As you're grabbing these maps, Morgan, you hear a like, there's like in Gus, there's like a little bit of green saliva drips down on you. As do you see these things? Yep. Yep. A giant spider is crawling on the ceiling as another enter cap comes through some debris and then you just hear them snarling as you touch the map. Thank you for joining us for the RPG Academy Presents Ghost of Saltmarsh. If you'd like to join us for our live-streamed episodes, make sure to follow and subscribe to our Twitch channel at the RPG Academy. You can follow me at BezkarTom on Twitter. Please feel free to join our community by following the links in the show notes to our Discord. As always, we appreciate your support. And if you're able to and wish to support the show in any way, head on over to our Patreon. The music that you're hearing right now was composed by Kevin McLeod and is used under Creative Commons Attribution 4.0 International License. And finally, don't forget, if you're having fun, you're doing it right. Uh, every day is another day closer to Halloween.